Tuesday. Sarah here. Today, I want to talk to you, and more specifically, I want to speak to the woman who is already successful in business, who's making six, multiple six, maybe even seven figures in her business. I want to give you a couple reminders that I think are simple but profound, and my hope is that they're really powerful for you. And the reason that I wanted to do this and why this topic kind of came to me was I was having a conversation with one of my coaches last week, and we were talking about the idea that, you know, this topic, this way of doing things, or this way of buying programs, at a certain point, right, once somebody gets to the point where they are successful, where they're making money, where they're really an established entrepreneur, they don't need to know certain things, or they don't do certain things anymore. And what I said to her as she was sharing that with me and we were talking it through, I was like, I agree with you, while I also disagree with you. And the reason that I said that is because, yes, on one hand, right, as you go in business and in life, of course, you get better at trusting yourself. You get better at being certain and confident and taking action, all of that. While at the same time, I've worked with enough really successful people and I've been a successful person myself for long enough to know that growth, any type of growth is not just incremental. It goes up, it goes down. And I find myself as well as clients having to so often go back to basics. I don't even want to say the word basics, but like go back to the foundational principles that they believed and they learned in the beginning of their business, because as we intake more information or as we grow and as we learn and as we evolve, it can be really easy so often to kind of let some of the things that we knew at one point kind of fall through the cracks or we have to reassess them. Like I said to her, I was like, sure, I can sit there and say something along the lines of like your ideal client or, you know, your, I am like a line elevator pitch, however you want to say that is such a basic thing. It's something that is taught in like 101. While at the same time, I'm nine years into business and I'm still recrafting that. I'm still going back to the drawing board in certain ways to make sure that my business feels as aligned as possible. And so it's not as though I did that once and I never have to do it again. I do have to, again, revisit so many of those foundational pieces so often. And again, so do so many of my clients. And so when I was thinking about that, I was also, I had a conversation last night where I was talking to somebody and I was, I was talking to them a little bit buzzed and I caught myself multiple times being like, one of the things that I believe the most deeply about business is, and like I said it about so many different things, but I believe like there are a lot of things I really deeply believe. I feel like I need to have, like, I used to have, um, that like 10 commandments of the 500 K sales system. I feel like I need to make like a 10 commandments of like what Sarah believes about business too. Maybe that'll be the next one. Who knows? But my point is, is like, as I was revisiting both conversations, there are a couple things that came to me that I just wanted to share with you and hopefully as a means of reminding you what you might already know to be true, but that sometimes you forget to remember. And again, I do this work day in and day out. And I know a lot of you forget to remember. And so again, I wanted this episode to serve as this thing of me being able to share with you some of the things that, again, I believe the most deeply when it comes to what it takes to be successful in business, to make money in business, to feel fulfilled in business. And also again, reminders that you might know, but then you might forget along the path 
path. And I want to make sure that you understand and know that it's beyond okay to have to revisit those foundational reminders from time to time, right? Because it's not abnormal that you can kind of forget them or kind of like let them fall by the wayside, right? And so I wrote up six I mean, we know me, I might have 472 more. We'll see how far I go. I might just make this into a two-parter. But the first thing that I want to say is that I want to remind you, you, and again, I'm speaking to you, the woman who has made six, multiple six, maybe seven figures in her business. You have been doing, this is not your first day right on the job. This is not your first kind of like run around the block. You have been doing this. You know how to make money. You know how to post, you know how to email all of these things, right? You are successful in every sense of the word. I'm talking to you. And so I want you to know that just like in the beginning, Every new stage of your business and every new stage of growth in any aspect is going to be uncomfortable. And I think so many of us, especially as high achieving women who are, you know, we're used to getting what we want. We're used to getting the good grades, the gold star, like we don't fail at things in life. And so when things aren't promised, when things feel a little bit uncertain, it can be such an uncomfortable space. And I think that many of you would agree with me that like being uncomfortable is on one hand, like the worst feeling that we can possibly have while at the same time, obviously we get some rush out of it. Otherwise we wouldn't do what we do, but you know, it's always funny for myself or for me to watch clients who are doing something well, they're crushing something or I'm crushing something. And then of course, at some point it becomes no longer enough because that's not who I am. That's not how you are. You're, we weren't meant to just sit still. We weren't meant to not grow and evolve and chase new things and, and accomplish new things. That's again, that's not who we are. We're never going to stop chasing the next peak, chasing the next goal, striving to be more fulfilled. Again, that's who we are. And every single time I think a lot of us do that, we make it so dramatic. Why can't I get this together already? Why am I just not doing this? Why is this scary? I should understand this by now. And the more that we can just embrace that every new stage is going to stretch us. Like I often call it like puberty, right? We just like, as entrepreneurs, we go through puberty like 10 different times, right? There's that growing phase. There are those growing pains and we're stretching a little bit and it's outside of our comfort zone. And so often we want to retreat. We often want to go back to like, again, what feels safe. And a lot of times we do choose safety until it just, we really can't choose safety anymore. And I think I'm going to do another episode on that in and of itself. But my point is, is that with growth comes discomfort and that's not something that is probably ever going to change. And so the more that you can Make sure that you are not making yourself wrong for those moments of discomfort. The more that you can choose to roll with them and understand that this is part of the process, the better and understand that every new phase is stretching you to go a little bit bigger. Um, I had a client today share with me that she is going on a trip and she booked um, a first class flight 
But it, it, like this is like an international flight, like especially international flights, like not cheap when it comes to first class. And she was like, you know, this this feels a little uncomfortable. Like I've never spent this much money on a flight, right? Let alone, you know, something that I know is like temporary essentially. And there's part of me that just like knows this is the right answer. And there's part of me that knows that like, and just feels like this is a little bit uncomfortable. And I was like, it's so great to remember this or anything in an extreme context, right? Because we can choose the expansion or we can choose to shrink, right? That's it. Like there really is it. It's faith or fear. And so those moments that stretch us that are a little bit uncomfortable, every time you're spending a little bit more money, every time you're, you know, going after some new, putting yourself out there in a new way, there are going to be these moments that feel really weird and wonky. And you're going to have moments where you are thinking it all to death and you are planning and planning and you're not doing anything. And then you're staying in the space of discomfort, right? But at the end of the day, always action and action in the direction towards what you want is always, always, always the fucking answer. And I'll say it again, that's going to be uncomfortable. And I want to see so many more of us not make that dramatic and not freak out about that. Instead, just understand what a part of the process that it is and to enjoy it and to embrace it and to roll with it and to know that like, this is what we were built for. This is what we chose. And again, the less drama that we kind of infuse into the situation, the better. And of course, I know that's easier said than done so often, but I do find the more that we recognize it and the more we remind ourselves, the faster it all becomes to, and the easier it becomes to navigate. And again, I just want to remind you of that because I'm more than sure most of you listening right now, you are going through something where you're making a decision, a new decision, a new phase of your business and life that feels again, a little bit like it's stretching you. And I just want to remind you that it's what it's supposed to feel that way. And it's okay. And you don't have to make it mean more than it needs to mean in a negative way. Okay. The second thing that I want to say is most, not all, I want to be so clear about this. I never want to I don't know, bypass any like real situations that you're having or feelings or struggles. But I want to remind you here that most of your pressure at this stage of your business is self-imposed. And I don't say that to make it seem like I'm blaming you or to make it seem like you're doing something wrong. I say that because it is such a fucking beautiful moment when you recognize that the pressure that you're putting on yourself to do something, to be something, to have something is coming from you and only you. And again, I'll say it again. I'm talking to the woman at this point who is making six, multiple six, seven figures in her business. The days that I spent beating myself up because I wasn't at a certain goal in my business, or I wasn't making as much money as this person, or I didn't have as many followers as that person. Like, in those moments, and not that they don't happen now, but in those moments, I remember feeling so paralyzed and in so much fear and so truly terrified to not hit this goal or that goal. And not a single one of them, for the most part, actually meant a fucking thing. Like not a real thing. And I'm gonna say this to you. Uh, I wasn't planning on saying this, but I wanted to talk about it at some point, so this is a good place to say it. A few months ago on the podcast, I said to you uh, on this show, I said, this year has been a little bit slower for us financially, but I have no doubt in my mind that we will make a million dollars. 
And I want you to know, and again, if you've, you know, if you've been in my world, I'd like to believe that like being honest and transparent with you is like of, of the utmost importance to me. When I said that, I believed it deeply. I believed it deeply. Like I was like, okay, I've been, you know, having like more personal time lately. I'm going to get on and I'm going to have that big launch. I'm going to do whatever. This year, I'm guessing it will probably be like, let's say a $750,000 a year, probably about that. I want to be, again, so clear that like, this has not been a situation where like we had failed launches. This has not been a situation where I was trying to do something and it didn't work. This was a year where I, again, I've used the term a couple different times and I think I used it on the podcast, but like, I feel like I've had a hustle hangover this year. Like if you went to, if you drank too much Jaeger one time and like now you can't even like be in the same aisle as it because it just like makes you sick. That is how I have felt all year. I worked so hard for so many years and not that that was like a bad thing necessarily, but like this year, I just feel like I've been like catching my breath and like choosing to like go on dates and make out with boys till three in the morning instead of like worrying about what I have to do for work. And for so long, I was making myself wrong for it. I was like, God, you've got to get out of this phase. You've got to get back into business. And a month or so ago, I just finally started allowing like myself to recognize that the only thing that was putting pressure on myself, the only thing that was putting pressure on me, our company, anything was I said, we were going to make a million dollars. So I've got to make a million dollars or God, I don't want to be the person who made a million dollars last year and then makes less than it. And like, not that there's not, I don't know, some validity to that. Like growth is a great thing, but I've chosen growth in different areas of my life this year. And we are, again, the reason that I feel, I know that I've said this before, so I apologize, but I want to really like drive it home that like the reason I feel so comfortable sharing that with you is because it is not a situation, I'll say it again, where like we were selling things and they weren't working, that we were doing things and they were failing. Because as a business coach, that would be fucked up, right? I'm sitting there being like, I'm a business coach and like my business isn't working. It's been literally a situation where like, I, like I, right now, I don't think I post on Instagram in, in a month and a half. I haven't done a live video. I just haven't wanted to. Like I've chosen myself more than business, right? I show up for my clients, all of those kind of things, but striving towards these big goals, it just has not felt like the priority. And I really feel so okay with that, especially combined with the fact that I know truly, truly, truly that I can pick up momentum whenever I feel like I want to. And I really, I believe that so deeply. And so I'm saying all of that because the moment that I realized Hey, Sarah, you would rather do, you know, this, this weekend or this week instead of work, but you said you were going to make a million dollars. So you've, you've really got to get your shit together and realizing that like, you are the only one that imposed that you are the only one that said that like, you have to do this thing. You are the only one that said you have to hit this goal or it means something like nobody else is actually putting pressure on you. You are not in a situation where financially you need it. Like we are good. Like I, I could not work for the next year and be fine. Right. I would be fine. And so I don't want to, and I don't need to stress myself out or make myself unhappy, make myself miserable to hit a goal that is not actually super purposeful. It's not actually what I, what is most important to me. And so I know I'm talking about myself a lot here, 
But I want to bring this up for you as well, like in the sense that might not be a million dollars for you. You might be making more money than me. You might be making less. You might be in a different place in your life. But like the times that I have spoken to people who are making, you know, multiple six figures, they, they can have a, a six figure month. And then they're talking to me as if the lights are going to get turned off if they don't have a good launch tomorrow. And I'm like, in all reality, you are fine. You are the only one putting this pressure on yourself. You are the only one sitting there acting as though the world is going to end if you don't get one extra sale. And so trust me, I want you to be ambitious and I want you to be goal crushers and I want you to go after everything that it is that you desire, but God, please do it purposely. Please do it because you want to versus because you feel like it means something about you if you don't. I, I really like, I feel like this is like, so like it can sound like I'm blowing smoke, but again, especially if you like have been listening to me and my hope is that, you know, that like, I, I, I say what I mean, but like, I really feel like if I wanted to, I mean, it's November, what November 8th, as I record this, I have enough trust in my ability to work hard that like, if I decided I wanted to hit the million dollars in the next two months, I literally believe that I could do it. I really do. It's just not that fucking important to me. It's just not that important to me. And after years and years and years of putting all that pressure on myself, I'm fucking done with it. Like I'm done with chasing things that don't actually matter. And I'm saying all of that to you again, the successful woman, please, please, please make sure that you are not putting pressure on yourself and creating misery or unhappiness for yourself or lack of fulfillment, or, you know, your personal relationships are struggling because of goals that you have put in place that nobody else said you had to chase. Nobody else said you had to achieve, but you have done that to yourself. And again, like I said, not that I don't want you to be ambitious, but I want you to make sure that you're navigating purposefully and with intention versus from this place of ego. Because I I just, in my experience, years go by, time goes by and you're sitting there being like, I wasted all this time doing this for what? right? Not that I don't mean that in a way that like I wasted time, but I just like look back on so many things, like so many ways in which I worked harder than I needed to. And not that I regret those things because I, I don't know, I just, I tend to try not to regret things because I think it brings us to where we're supposed to be. While at the same time, it's a very clear thing for me where I see where I never want to do that again. And I don't want to do that anymore. And so again, for you, I want you to make sure that you're embracing that and you're doing things with, like I said, the most intention and the most purpose possible versus pressure that is only coming from you, only coming from you. The third thing is that I want you to remember as fucking, this is like, I feel like this is probably like a top thing that I hear from the women that I work with. I want to fucking remind you that this whole thought process or this whole belief or this whole drama around, I had a bad day. I had a bad month. I had a bad launch. It's all downhill from here. This spiraling that happens, I want you to fucking knock it off. I want you to remember that like, that is not real. I don't care if you had a bad week. I don't care if you had a bad month. I don't care if you had a bad launch. It means nothing about what you can do tomorrow. It means nothing about you, what you can do next week. You can make more money in the next week than you've made in the past three months if you want to. So often we go into this place where we have a setback or we make a little bit less money or things are going less smoothly. And all of a sudden we go into this place of lack. We go into this place of fear. We go into this place of like, oh my God, I've got to get ahead of this or, or, or you know, this is going to happen. And then all of a sudden I'm like pulling back money in certain ways. I remember this, um, 
I remember this, the one time it, ha- it felt really, really, really clear to me in 2018, where again, we were struggling with cash flow. I don't want to say it again, but I, I always say it this way because I always want to, like, if you're like listening to me for the first time, I want to remind you that like, I've said this many times before, I've been open about this, like meaning like, I, I just, it's important to me that like you, you hear and you understand like my, my goal to be transparent, but like, I remember having a moment where I went to an event in LA when I was still living in New Jersey and the event was in Malibu and I was in all year long, like this fear about money. And I remember like staying not so far away, like especially LA, it's just like ridiculous. It takes you forever to get anywhere. But like, I remember staying like an hour, 45 minutes away, which LA people don't think is a big deal. It's very bizarre to me. But anyway, like I stayed somewhere because I had like hotel points because I didn't, I had the money, but I didn't want to spend the money on like a hotel or whatever closer. And it was just this like really solidifying moment for me where I'm like, oh, I've been scared. So I keep choosing fear and the choice, the choosing of fear creates more lack for me. It creates this cycle, right? Whereas every single time I choose expansion or trust or faith instead, my momentum goes the right direction, right? It goes where I actually want it to. And so I want you as much as possible. I know it's not an easy thing, but I want you as much as possible to recognize that like, if you got here, you can get there. If you made this, you can make that, right? You don't have to be in a situation where all of a sudden one thing goes sideways and there's this massive anxiety or fear or stress around the spiral, that it's going to keep going that way, that it's going to going to get worse. And what if I lose it all tomorrow? And I want to be so clear that like, I am not sitting there like dismissing that feeling because I know it all too well, all too well, all too well that Swifties will be on my side with that one, just waiting for Friday's uh, 10 minute version. But like, I know all too well that it can be such a moment of like real fucking fear, like real anxiety, real, like I've been terrified of like, God, like, well, what if, what if this happens again? And what if I have another bad launch? And what if I can't pay this person? And what if this happens? Like it is a real fear. I don't want to dismiss it at all. While at the same time, I find it so incredibly helpful to catch myself in those moments of fear and remember how fucking powerful I am and how when I want to create something, I create it. And I really, I said this to the person I was talking to last night, and this will be, maybe I'll just do it, like I said, a part two about it. But one of the things that I believe the most deeply is that if I believe in something and I go all in on something, I cannot motherfucking fail. That is, that is the key to business in my experience, in my opinion, up until this point. All I have to do is get my belief behind something and I can bounce back better than ever. And so again, I don't want to dismiss your fear. I don't want to dismiss the fact that you are having a moment or when you're having a moment where you think everything again is going to go downhill or you don't know what's to come. And so you start going into lack mode. I get it. I get it. I get it. While at the same time, I want to remind you again, how powerful you are and how you can choose for the momentum to go in the other direction whenever you feel like it. And the notion, the thought that everything has to continue downwards is something that I just want you to cut off as quickly as possible and choose as much as possible because it really can be such a choice sometimes. Amanda Francis said to me one time, uh, back in 2018, she was like, 
it was, it was this weird thing that happened, um, with like cash flow and then like American express, like shut down my account for this weird reason. It was this whole thing. And it happened like in the beginning of the year and I was still freaking out about it months later. And Amanda was like, this is like, you are in a building and like, there's a fire and the fire alarm is going off. But like the fire has been put out, but you're acting like the fire alarm is still going off. And that's, it was exactly accurate. Cause I was still so freaked out. I was so rattled by that moment that I was still in panic mode instead of seeing that like, okay, like the danger doesn't have to be here. And so again, I just want to remind you here that like, it's okay to have a moment where you struggle. It's okay to have a moment where you're scared and you feel like things are less than what you want them to be but it doesn't have to continue and you can always really choose safety. You can choose that it doesn't have to be all downhill from here and that you can choose not to spiral, right? And again, when I say choose, I'm not acting as though that's easy. Sometimes it's a hard choice, but sometimes it can be a choice and I want you to embrace that as much as possible. The fourth thing is that I want you to remember how much easier jumps are when it comes to money as you grow. And what I mean by this, I was having a conversation with one of my clients when we were at the Miraval retreat a couple months ago, and she was trying to hit a certain number in her business, let's just say 50K, 100K. And because I forget exactly which one it was, like she was trying to hit that goal in her business. And she, somebody at that point was making like close to that. And she wanted that next goal. She wanted that next income level really badly. And she was asking me questions about it. And not that it was like a wrong way to ask it because I've asked the question similar ways myself. And I, I might feel that way now sometimes, but she was act, asking it as if she hadn't made these huge income leaps before. I was like, what I want you to embrace is like, there's nothing magical about the 50 K. There's nothing magical about the hundred K you used to think making a hundred dollars was hard. You used to think that making 5K was hard, 20K, so on and so forth. But think about how much easier making 20K has been than the 5K. Making more money is way fucking easier than making the first money, right? Trying to get your first 10K, making 100K is way easier. And I feel like people get so triggered online, especially when they hear that or they see that. It's like, oh, this person's talking about like 100K months with ease. And it's like... It's easy because it was hard. It's easy because you already did the work to get you to that point. And like, as you grow and as you build that momentum, as, as you know and learn more, the next goal just feels easier. And so, but when we're in it, we don't see that. Oh, we're at 20K. Okay, now we understand how to get 20K months, but like, God, what do we do to get to 50K? And then we go into drama mode. Then we start reaching for all those shiny objects, right? The next phase is actually easier. And I want you to remember this because if you look, I, I think again, we're often so obsessed with like getting to the next goal that we're not giving ourselves any time or really attention to like look at, oh, but here's how we did it in the past. And I just have to keep doing that thing and like keep going, right? Like it, it really can be that simple. And so again, I want to remind you here that like, sure, I understand that you want to hit that next goal in your business. I understand that you want to grow. I understand you want to make more money. Great. I love that for you. I'm not mad about that at all, of course, but I do want you to also embrace the fact that like what you're doing now at one point felt hard, 
right? And so actually each step and each phase and each jump in income actually just gets to be even easier. And that gets to be really fun to play with, right? It gets to be fun to like laugh at like, oh, I'm going to hit this goal or I'm going to do this thing. And it doesn't have to be like, I've got to reinvent everything. And here's who I have to be now. And let me go back to the drawing board and let me do this new morning routine. Let me do this. Let me hire these 17 coaches. It doesn't have to be that fucking dramatic. Just keep doing the things, maybe adding in a couple layers here and there. But like, if you know how to make a hundred dollars, you know how to make $10,000, right? Like it's, it's so often not that much more difficult. And I want you to remember that versus making those jumps, the, the jumps actually difficult or complicated because they don't have to be. And the fifth thing that I'll say today is that, and this is like a little bit of a, um, I don't know, departure if you will, but I think it's important. I had, cause I had this conversation with a couple different people this week and I had a couple clients have people, um, push back, like their clients push back on things uh, on them about certain things. Somebody, it was like a customer service issue. wasn't even a client that was like giving them shit. The other one, it was a client like complaining about something that in my view was not valid to be complaining about at all. And both of them spoke to me and used the term like personal attack. Both of them felt kind of like personally attacked by the things that they were dealing with. And again, I have been there. I get it. Trust me, I do. But I feel like so often we forget that things like people stealing from us, right? Like maybe that's them not paying. Maybe that's them, like it's, it's people ripping off our content. People, again, like skipping out on payments, not updating their credit cards, whatever it is, or people having customer service issues, complaining about things. There is no restaurant, there is no store in the world that hasn't been open for a while that hasn't dealt with people stealing, running out on checks, you know, like customer service issues. Like so often, I, I, I don't know if it's just because, I don't want to say it's like women, but I think so often because we're, we're, we're women and we tend to, you know, feel things deeply, but that combined with the fact that as solopreneurs, our business is just our baby. We're in every aspect of it, that if anybody criticizes or gets upset about any little thing, so often, again, we can take it so personally and we can feel as though it's, it can ruin our day. It can ruin our week. Like we, it, we can really internalize it. And so often I'm having to remind people that like, this isn't about you. Like this, sure. If somebody sits there and says like, you did something wrong, I think it's really important to look at, okay, how did I maybe get this wrong? Like, right. We always want to be in integrity. We always want to do what we said we were going to do balanced out with there are just fucking assholes out there. And sometimes you're going to have to deal with assholes as a business owner. And it's simply part of the process as a cost of doing business versus it being personal. I, um, and I shared this with a client last week. I go to squeeze, uh, the massage parlor in studio city. And I'm Brittany, who, uh, is the CEO of squeeze was on the podcast. She was my first interview, but squeeze is owned by dry bar. It is like my favorite place in the world. Basically, uh, I'm there probably twice a week because the massages are incredible, like really like high quality masseuses and like such a high quality experience, but they also keep it really inexpensive again, owned by and started by, uh, the people who started dry bar. And so they wanted to take that same concept and do with dry bar, like do with massages, what, what has been done with dry bar. And so my point in saying that is like, I'm like, it's one of my favorite businesses I've ever been to. Like everything has always been so top notch. And if you go to their Yelp page, um, 
I don't know, this is why I noticed it. I randomly went to their Yelp page. I was probably just like trying to go to the website and then I was just clicking around and they have so many five-star reviews, like so many five-star reviews. And I just skimmed this, but like somebody left a one-star review and said something along the lines of like, couldn't believe that she was made to wait outside, like was outraged that she had to wear a mask during her massage. And I'm sitting there being like, are you fucking kidding me? Like the businesses, the small businesses, please be nice to fucking small businesses. Like, I hope I don't even have to say that. But like when I see people like harassing people, like, like people who work at businesses and are implementing like, again, like rules around COVID that like have, they didn't make that choice, right? Like they're just doing their job. So like, obviously like it's not squeezes choice to say, okay, we're keeping people outside. It's not squeezes choice to say that like you have to wear a mask during your massage. Like these are literally, literally city mandates. Like this is something that like they did not implement because they felt like it. These are things they have to say and do in order to not get in trouble and to not get in trouble after like, I think squeeze specifically was probably closed for like I want to say they were probably closed like for seven or eight months last year. So like these small businesses that have barely had their doors open, like literally are like, they need all the support that they can get, let alone not needing bullshit reviews for things that they can't control and that things aren't, that aren't their fault. Like that's infuriating to see that. But I'm saying that because I hope we can witness in the, they made me wait outside and uh, the mask thing. Like sometimes people are just unreasonable and it's not a personal attack. It's not about you doing something wrong or anything along those lines. Sometimes people are unhappy. Sometimes people are irrational. Sometimes people suck, right? Like, like that's it. And if you were a business owner, you're going to deal with that. I feel like I've had very few unhappy customers. I have had people definitely walk away. Maybe like I can tell that like don't love me the way that they maybe previously did. But I really have very few unhappy customers because there is nobody that can say that I didn't deliver what I promised, right? Like, and that's such a big, important thing to me. While at the same time, I have people who have, again, turned around and like not liked me after our work together. And it's always, so it's always a funny thing for me to, when I see people talking about this online about like, oh, this person like had this person dislike them or had an issue with this. And then, you know, one issue is like, then all of a sudden this person's wrong for it without any context. And I'm like, if you haven't had an unhappy client, you haven't been doing this long enough. If you haven't had a person complain about you or take issue with you, that means you have probably had five customers and congratulations to you, but like you will have somebody who is unhappy with you at some point because of course every business in the freaking world does. And so again, I just want to remind you here that there's so much that we can internalize and there's so much that we can process and shift and grow when it comes to our ourselves as humans and as business owners at the successful point, especially. And there, there's, again, there's, there's so much realness in life that we have to deal with and struggle through. And I want you to make sure that you're not making a customer service issue or a problem with like that somebody has with you turning it into something that is a personal attack when, again, don't get me wrong, if something happens, especially if it happens multiple times, I want you to look at if you possibly messed up here. But 
getting better at, you know what, this is the cost of doing business and I don't have to let it, it ruin my day or week or month or year. This is part of the process. This is part of what I signed up for and I'm going to be the badass boss that I am and I'm going to deal with it. I'm going to navigate it cleanly and move the fuck on versus feeling as though now I have to change everything or now I'm wrong or now I fucked up and everybody's going to know it, right? Like, again, I speak to people. I speak to women who have massive integrity and care deeply. And as I'm saying all of this, I'm assuming that that's who you are as well. And so assuming that that is the case, I know that you are intending to do good work in this world. And so therefore trust that and know that and believe that and embrace that and handle again, the inevitable issues that are going to come your way with grace, without feeling as though you could be taken down tomorrow, right? As long as you know your truth around all of this and how you navigate and all that, I really don't think any of us are as breakable as uh, sometimes, I don't know, it can seem online. And it's important for me that I remind you of that because I know it's a very real thing and a very real feeling uh, so often, especially when it feels like there's so much to lose. I've said this many times, but you know, I think people can look at a successful business owner. Like I've had conversations with people where like, I don't know, like they can act like everything is easy for me or, you know, like must be nice. And like, that feels so just like frustrating knowing like that, how much like work I've put into all of this, but also at every stage I have felt like there's more to lose. There's more people watching if I fall. And so not to say that I'm going to fall or anything like that, but knowing that the stakes are higher with each phase, it's okay that again, you're going to still feel that pressure from time to time but you still get to keep coming back to again, what you know is the truth and like who you actually are and operate and act with as much integrity as possible. And in my experience, when you do that, again, you, you can't be taken down that easily. That's, that's my opinion. Uh, take it for, for what you will, but I really do deeply believe that. And I want you to deeply believe it as well. Um, so yeah, I have lots more to say. We'll cut this short. Um, not short, but I'll cut it into maybe two parts, three parts, four parts, who knows? And I'll be back with another episode on Thursday and I would love it. And I would appreciate it so much if you shared this episode uh, on social Instagram, especially if you found it helpful. Cause I feel like there are a lot of really important things here that, uh, not only you of course need to hear, but lots of other entrepreneurs out there. And so share away. I'd love it so much. I'd appreciate it so much. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye.